I thought for a second that you had cartoon glasses on because of the white. I thought for a second that those were like, you know, animated glasses on your face, like the like the filter. But those are just, oh, like a, like a Snapchat filter. Yeah, but those are just your glasses now. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've seen pictures of you with those glasses on, and it didn't look like that. I am extremely high. Um, I was late to my own podcast. Yes, the Fat Lonely Bitch podcast. No one's gonna listen to this, so it doesn't matter how much you shame me because no one's gonna listen to any of these. It's fine. I don't even know why I'm doing it. It's just why did you call it? Why did you call it that? Okay, <laughs> it's not gonna be interviewing you. You about your podcast. There's no format. There's going to be, oh yeah, there's going to be no editing. So don't say anything and then be like, can you edit that out? Because I'm not editing it out. I'm just throwing it on the fucking internet. No production value at all. Um, this is like kind of comedians in their own houses getting high. It is a comedian and her friend in their own houses getting high and some of them are varying degrees of comedians but they're not all comedians okay mostly right. i'd like to have more non-comedians but they didn't sign up so. okay um i'm a hopeful but it got started because i uh was made a man not mad online you know Helen's pissing off a man. That's just, you know, the start of most of my stories. Um, yeah, hi on your podcast. And she, and so, but anyway, I made it, he, he was shitting on my friend's joy. She put a post uh, about something she was happy about and he roasted her, which is something male comedians seem to like to do nowadays. Uh, and it's really fucking annoying. And so I like, I don't remember what I said in the middle, but I said, drop dead, something or another, blah, blah, you cunt. And uh, he went off. And before I could even respond, he had like put four messages on there or so and just, just really went off on me. And I just was, I totally gaslit him. And then I fucking acted like he was being crazy. And I was like, I was just roasting you. I thought you were a comedian. thought you could take it. And he was just, I was like, don't put your panties in a bunch. It's okay, sweetie. Um, anyway, really just egging it on with them and laughing about it. And, but in the process of this, he, in different messages, essentially called me a fat, lonely bitch. And I was like, can he insult me with something? Like, yeah, I'm fat. That is a, that's a fact of my body type. Okay. And I, he said I was lonely because my profile picture was me and my dog. I'm like, it's a goddamn pandemic. Who's not lonely right now? That's not ridiculous. And I am a bitch. I called you a cunt. Of course I'm a bitch. I'm like, what? what are you talking about? So, like, he wasn't insulting me because it's all stuff that, like, is true and that doesn't bother me. And so then I made a fake comedy album Friday picture. That's all it. Fat Lonely Bitch on it. It was, it was a fake comedy album. It's actually not a bad cover. I know. Well, I made it a podcast, and I already had I already had art for it. I was already going to do this podcast for Art of Comedy, so I was like, "Fuck it." Um, How are we making fat, lonely bitch 
funny because right now it's kind of sad. I think that story's hilarious. It's kind of funny, I guess. I find <laughs> Maybe, it, I maybe find it's you're so high the way you tell it. I find it so amusing. I am I'm in love with that story. I've told that story on this podcast multiple times because people want to know where the name came from. And I they've laughed. I think it's you, Dave. <laughs> okay. Right. Um no, I think it's a hilarious story. I think it's women are finding it very funny. I guess. I've been talking to mostly women and they find it hilarious. Not very many men willingly si signed up. Actually, none. No men willingly signed up without me sending them a personal invitation saying, hey, you should sign up because you're a dude I'd be willing to talk to on a podcast who's not going to make me mad. <laughs> Here you go. As, as long as I don't make you mad. I don't think. Oh. Uh, I don't know. Have you ever made me mad? I don't think so. I don't think so. Mm -mm. You've been very helpful. You helped me with my garage, and you helped talk me off the ledge when I ate shrooms, you know? <laughs> That's true. Yes. <clears throat> I think you're cool people. I think you're a good human, and you bring comedy to the world. I'm trying. I, I want to bring comedy to the world. I want to bring comedy to the world. I'm trying. Where are you right now? I am in Wichita, Kansas. You're at your mom's house? No, I'm at my friend Lynette's house because my mom is 70 years old. I'm not even going to go see her. Well, I'm going to have to go to her house to pick up a check that's being sent there, but I'm not going to go in and hug her. If I may ask, why, why are you... What brought you back? Why are you here? To stalk you, Dave. Huh? To stalk you, Dave. I've been in love with you all this time, and I'm here for you. Um, no, um, <laughs> I was just so fucking bored. I'm uh, alone in Denver. Um, without comedy, I don't really have anyone in Denver. I mean, I have comedy friends there and everything, but... Yeah. Um, we're, none of them are, you know, they're not hanging out a lot or going out or anything. So, um, yeah, I'm not, um, it's just me sitting in a bedroom by myself all the time. So I thought this might be better, but it's still just as boring. But I mean, I get my friend Lynette here to talk to. Problem is there are kids here and he's like 25 and he's annoying. But when he's not here, it's pretty dope. If it's just me and her, I mean, she works all day, but we function well together, Lynette and I. Sounds like it. Look, watch this shit. This I gotta figure out why this duck keeps showing up here, but there's a duck right here. Aww. Is that a girl duck? Yeah. I believe so. Yeah, because it's ugly. It's plain. It's a, it's a female mallard. Because in a lot of uh, animal you know, species, the male has to do all the work to attract the female. Oh, he's right over there. I was just trying to explain to my friend earlier in a nice way why it is he does not able to pick up women. <laughs> I was trying to do it so nicely. He just wasn't getting it. 
but I didn't want to be mean to him because he's really depressed right now. So I just, yeah, he just didn't understand what I was saying at all. What was his problem? Well, he doesn't like, he's a slob. Yeah, that's a big mistake. Yeah, and he doesn't try to smell good. I mean, he's a big guy. He, you know, he's fat, big guy, but that, that can't, I've, that doesn't stop anything anymore. It used to, but it's like a whole look now. I mean, he's got red hair. I dated him. <laughs> I dated him for like six weeks. So I know. And, but his apartment is just a mess all the time. And he's just a slob and he's like 38. And I was yeah. like, you just, he works part time at a pizza place, you know? Well, he's he's fucking, and he needs, and he, and he feels like he needs advice. Yeah. Like, <laughs> why? All right. Well, I, necessarily... still, I guess that sounds judgy, but goddamn, it should, it should be pretty obvious. He doesn't ask for advice. But he, he says things that make me want to give him that advice regularly. Like what? Like he just doesn't understand women or he doesn't understand why they aren't more receptive to him in, in the world while he's out and about in the world. He's right. like, hey, I'm a nice, respectful guy. I just, I was like, because you're, you have bedhead and your clothes are dirty and you look like a giant baby most of the time. Hey, that's what I wanted to say to him, you know? Yeah, that's what you, and, and but that's, I didn't. Fair, that's fair enough. Because everyone seems to think that I'm just some like cold hearted bitch that says whatever she thinks off the top of her head all the time and doesn't think about other people's feelings. But that's not Have true. you fucking read your posts? That's not true. I've been pushed to that point. No. You control your own actions. I'm not I'm not mean with people like that off the bat though. I've been I've been friends with this guy for a year. I've been nice to him and not and just Tried to tell him that, but in a nice way. But the problem is, is he's not getting it. He doesn't understand. If I said it clearly to him, he'd understand, but then it would hurt his feelings. So? I know. My point is that I do care about people's feelings sometimes. I'm not just like a cold-hearted bitch that doesn't care about anyone's feelings. I care too much about people's feelings. I know. I care too much. And then I, I get overloaded. And I'm like, I've been nice to you for so long. And you just aren't being nice back. <laughs> so I'm not going to be nice to you. That's what happens. It's like, I'm not going to continue to struggle to be nice to somebody and resist what is my natural urge to spare their feelings. And then them be an asshole to me. Fuck that. You're just going to get, you're going to get full frontal Helen now. Because... <laughs> That's how I naturally want to be all the time, but I know it's not a good way to be, so I work on not being that way. You can't be like that all the time, especially as a woman. I'd get locked up probably for mental illness if I just said everything that came to mind every time I had it. Yeah, I agree. I think anybody would. So good job. Yeah. Good job. You're functionally functioning. Uh, Barely. In the world. Functioning. I mean, that's relative. You know, it really depends on, you know, this is how being a comedian has helped me the most is that I'm probably the most irresponsible 
I've ever been as an, a real adult. But I'm a comedian and I'm chasing my dreams. So everyone's like, you go chase your dream. You're not, con you can't conform to society's norms. I'm like, yeah, that's what I've been telling you for 38 years. But now that I'm a comedian, I cannot conform to society's norms and everyone is so supportive of it. Are you reading something while you're not, while I'm talking to you? No, I'm listening and looking the other way. Oh, and then you hear that? Could you hear that? People that aren't listening, that was a laptop closing because he was staring at something. Fucking, it was distracting. It was distracting me. I apologize. To him on a podcast, which is just words that you were fucking late for. <laughs> that oh, nobody's gonna watch. There's so according no, to you. There's no. I would like it very much if people saw what we had to say. So I don't, I, I'm not releasing the video. Oh goddamn. Why didn't you just tell me you wanted to talk to me on a Zoom call for a little while? I want to see you while we talk, but the, I'm not releasing the video of me. Your video's fine. Oh, uh, why? Because I don't have any makeup on, and, and I'm in this room, and um, yeah, I'm not prepared to be videotaped mm -hmm. in a way that's going to be put on the internet. I have my around-the-house stained-up shirt. I colored my hair in this. You know, that's not for public view. One titty half out of it, huh? Is <laughs> it one titty half out of your tank top? You just woke up in it. No, my titties stay right where they belong. <laughs> <laughs> but Anyway, I don't even remember what I said now that I was going I don't to know. respond to, but you weren't going to because you were looking at your computer. Um, I don't remember what I said at all. What did I say, people? You were talking what? about sparing people's feelings. Oh, yes. Spare people's feelings. Yes, I do. Until so that's they, nice of you. Until they're an asshole to me. I'm reactionary. My anger is like... You don't know that your friends, in this particular case, I don't know that your friend's feelings, if he really wants to get down, if he just wants his feelings protected, cool. He can feel like kind of good about himself and think that it's women's fault because that's eventually where he's going. If he's yeah. not told that he's being a, a, a fat fucking slob, then, I mean, to be honest... <laughs> Then he's gonna he's gonna continue to think that that shit's okay, and eventually it's gonna be your fault. No one's dating him. Um, and who do you have to blame? Now, here's another layer to the situation: is I did date him. I was in love with him, like to a degree. Um, you know, I, I, it was heading there for sure. I really cared for him, and um, so there's that layer. And it and we aren't is together. That why you broke up with him? I broke up with him because he, yeah, he's a fucking, I, I can't do that for the rest of Did my life. Did you not tell him that at the time? What'd you tell him you broke up with him for? I told him. Just, no, I told him. I told him, but I didn't tell him in a mean way. I just told him in a, in a matter of fact way, but not mean. Well, I, mean, have to, I'm, I apologize if I come off like we're supposed to be mean to your friend. I don't think we should be mean. no. He, I, I just told him, yeah, I, I always tell everybody everything all the time. And I analyze my feelings and thoughts and actions 
before and after I do them and, and, and want to know why I behave that way and why this relationship didn't work. And so by the time that I've broken up with somebody, I have worked myself through all the pros and cons and the cons have added up more than the pros and I got to go. And so, yeah. So by the time I already, I knew what I needed to say to him. It wasn't like a sudden breakup where we were just angry and we broke up, you know, it was a very calm breakup. Terrorism. Those are the ones that only last like a week anyway. And I was crying, you know, while I was doing it, it wasn't like, I wasn't happy to be breaking up with him, but I knew that it was the right thing to do to break up with him because he was going to get in the way of comedy because I needed to, I could not, I knew at that point that I did not want to stay in Denver, Omaha for comedy because I originally was thinking I was going to go there for a little while and then go to Denver. But my plan was always to go to Denver. I was just going to do it in a year or two. I wanted to like, I didn't want to go straight from a Wichita scene to a Denver scene and get fucking overwhelmed with not necessarily the scene, but like trying to survive in the city. I was really worried that just the struggle to survive in the city that large was going to suck the life out of me and I wouldn't have anything left to give comedy. And then after a couple months in Lincoln and Omaha, I was like, this scene isn't big enough. I need a bigger scene. And so I needed to go to Denver and he was never going to be capable of leaving Lincoln and living in Denver. It was not going to happen. He, he could function just well enough in Lincoln, Nebraska. He would be so overwhelmed. In, in Is Denver. this the guy in Lincoln? Wait, where did he live? Lincoln, Nebraska. Is this the guy that you told me about in Lincoln that fucking... Not the meth head. Not the one that was like standing in front of the door. Not the meth head masturbator. Fucking Louis, like Louis C.K. on meth. He was in a chair. He wasn't blocking my way. It was my room. I could have walked out of my. I got him mixed. I literally got him mixed up with. There were two guys in Lincoln. That's the OG Lincoln guy. I didn't really date him. We just had sex. You say OG? Yeah, he was the first guy I dated in Lincoln. I was seeing him uh, because I went there for training before I moved there um, and kind of checked out the comedy scene and stuff. And so I came back here for like six weeks and I hooked up with him while I was just visiting there with no, in, at that point, no real intention of moving there. But then the comics there were like, yes, move here. It's great. And like sold me their scene. And so I was like, okay, maybe I'll try here first. And so then I came back here, got my job to transfer me, and I went back to move there. So when I was with Meth Head Masturbator initially, I didn't know there was, I didn't know he was on meth. I never saw him use it. Uh, I know he smoked a lot of weed and we drank and I was always really high and I, I had no idea he was on meth. I couldn't tell by his behavior. And so, um, yeah, and I came back here and then when I went back there again, we hung out a couple more times, hung out, you know, and uh, that's when he revealed to me that he, um, that when he came over and was all fucked up, that's when I found out that he did math. Because <laughs> we were supposed to, I wanted to actually go to dinner. I wanted to go to dinner and not just have sex. I was like, why don't we, we've had sex like, we'd hooked up at that point like eight times. I was like, maybe, maybe we should try dinner. You know, maybe we'll like each other. I don't know. We have really good sex. You know, maybe we'll actually from all the sex. We'll we'll eat some food and actually have a conversation and talk to each other and get to know each other a little. And but he oh, hey, maybe I could have something in my mouth other than your cock. Yeah, yeah. Like an hour. We'll see. So put something in my mouth I can chew on. Yeah. And yeah. so then he um so he comes over at seven, we're supposed to go out to eat, 
and he has been up for days apparently on meth and has um is in the meth psychosis you know state yeah. which i've i mean i've dealt with before um with friends and stuff when like 99 but i was younger then and so anyway he comes over and he's like um just really freaked out and so i'm like sit down calm down you know and my dog is really agitated leia was there she was really agitated and then he just he's he kept getting mad at me because he didn't like he's like i he said i can't handle your incessant chatter right now and i was like well you don't have to how many times did you met at this point? Like you had eight. Been out for a little bit, huh? You had been hanging out for a little bit. We hung out on eight nights at this point. And that's when he's saying Four this hours. to you. No, he was never like this before. But I'm saying you had hung out a few times before, and he, and now he's being this way. Yes. Yeah. Like out of nowhere. I've All never right. met this he's person. Trying to figure out the timeline. Yeah, I've never met this person. I did like the whoever he showed up at that night was like, who the fuck is this guy? And he was crazy. And he was like, I can't handle your incessant chatter right now. And then I was like, well, you can leave my hotel room if you don't like it. Um, you don't have to be here. And then, he, but he didn't leave. And then there was a couple other things like that. Like he didn't like me talking to my dog because he thought me and my dog were talking shit. That's when I knew like I would like, this guy has fucking lost it when he, cause a guy telling me to shut up and stop talking so much is actually a normal occurrence for me in a relationship. So, uh, but him saying, stop chatting with your dog, stop talking shit with your dog. You and your dog are plotting against me. Me and Leia are plotting against him. I was like, uh Oh, this is beyond my ability to deal with. And then he says, this all happened pretty quick, this part here. Like he, he, he said one more time, told me to stop plotting against him with my dog. I got mad at that point, was like, get the fuck out of my hotel room. You know what I mean? I was just like, no, if ands or buts. Like, I will call the police if you do not leave my hotel room right now. And that's when he decided to, to, to do, the, do the, the thing. He was just like, I'm going to self-soothe. And he unbuttoned his pants, and I'm just like, what? What's he going to? Oh, my God, he's going to do that. And he started doing that, and I got up, and I smoked. I, I lit a cigarette, and I opened the window, and I was smoking a cigarette. I was like, you've got to go. I was like, this is too much crazy for Helen. This is too much crazy, okay? Helen can take a lot of crazy, okay? But this. You're just sitting on the fucking couch jerking off. Like, what are you supposed to do there? This is like, more than I can take. Get nothing. out. And then he got out. Like, I, he, he was like, I'm sorry. And he left. But then he came back that same night, didn't he? And then I went out and I was like, I went out, I was like, fuck it. I got, I was looking real cute. I had my eyebrows were so amazing that night. I was like, I'm going to go to the bar. <laughs> I'm going out. It was a Friday night. And so I go and he's sitting in his car and he says, um, I'm too crazy. I was like, what are you doing out here? He said, I'm too crazy to drive. And so I, he, I invited him back in the hotel room and we had sex. The sex was really good, Dave. That fucking story does not get any less crazy, even though it's like the fucking, probably the third or fourth time I've heard it. The sex was really good. This is why I'm glad that I upped my medication and now it has brought my sex drive to a reasonable level. It didn't take it away, but it's certainly at a reasonable level 
to where I can make decisions not based on how good sex is. Reasonable level. But the other guy, John, that I was originally talking about, he was actually like my boyfriend for a couple months. And the I really, OG? I really, no, the, the normal, well, not normal, but the non-meth head. He is actually like 13 years sober with AA. He's the AA he's guy. The one, he's the one you couldn't smoke weed around, right? Yes. He's the anti-weed. He's the opposite of meth head masturbator. He's a anti-drug masturbator. I met a woman recently, and we're friends. Her name's Mary. She moved up to Nebraska, fucking Omaha. Omaha. Uh, because she got a job as a safety manager. It's a, Omaha's not a bad place. I mean, my friend Book lives there, and I love her. There's the back line in Omaha. Um, it's a great place. Um, so, I, I don't, there wasn't a community of female comedians there that I was seeking. So was this a girl you liked, Dave? Did you and your girlfriend break up? We did broke up. Oh, I don't fucking know. Last it's time okay. I had a conversation with you, you were trying to work it out. Yeah, it's okay. You wouldn't know. No, yeah, we did broke up. I thought so, you did I thought maybe you did because your Facebook got obnoxiously positive for a little while. Just like you were trying to lie to yourself. Nope. Just how I feel. <laughs> well, you got, well, maybe breaking up made you not like super positive because your, your Facebook got like just out of nowhere, just like super positive. And I was like, I think they broke up. <laughs> Interesting. No, I, I didn't. I guess I have noticed. I don't know what I would have been. Um, Cause I wasn't really broken up about it. I haven't been. You didn't seem broken up about it when you guys were breaking up before you decided to get back together. Yeah, no, I didn't really. Uh, you seem mildly conflicted, but not broken yeah, up. I, that's probably a good way to put it. I mean, it, it was just a, it was the only thing that worried, that scared me about any of it was losing the familiarity of it. Yeah. I knew all the whole time she was fucking terrible for me. I just didn't want to lose one, and she, but she's. I will say this too, she's pretty fucking hot. But the sex, she's got a super hot body. But the I sex don't think was, she was that hot. The sex is pretty boring. Well, you didn't I, have to. I don't care. I know. I got to see her naked. <laughs> I don't think she's that hot to put up with being treated like poorly. Well, she tried to make a rebound, you know, here in the last few months, but it was just. It was the same shit. And so, anyhow, I'm better off. And I wish her well. Yeah, I uh, I just think, I don't think there's, I don't necessarily feel ill will towards her. I think you just weren't compatible. That's really what it comes down to. It's like, I'm not trying to be an asshole, but we just don't get along. <laughs> and, uh, but then when you're, you get to a certain age, you've invested so much time in this person. And the thought of like, having to do all that over again, or, you know what I mean? It's just like, can we fix this? You know, maybe we should try because that was a long time and effort and energy I put into this relationship. There's something to be said for that. Yeah. I, I mean, think that's what you were doing because you were confused. I, I think if you make the right moves in the beginning, you won't have to work so fucking work as hard at, at that. Just yeah. ask the right question. You know what I mean? Oh, I have questions. 
take time to get to know people. Like I'm dating a couple of girls that or they, just to get but to they're, them. So, they're so opposite. To get to know them and also like I think what people don't think enough about is like what am I bringing to the table? Why would someone want to date me? Because <laughs> I'm a goddamn champion, Helen. So, no, I'm not saying you, but like a lot of people don't ask themselves that. They just think about what they want in their partner, but they don't think about what they're going to give to be able to deserve getting that from their partner, you know? And so, like, when you build yourself up, that's why they're all, the, the whole, I hate the way they say it with the whole love yourself first thing. I hate that because I, I have depression, so it's very rare that I love myself. But um, just getting yourself... Cause I'm like to a point where like, I like dudes aren't lasting weeks now, even it's not even getting to two months. I like John was the longest. I, it was like six weeks. I don't keep, I can't stand to have him around more than a week or two. It's just a few dates. I'm very quick to be like, Nope, not dealing with that Peace. Um, so I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing. Maybe it is, but I have quite, I straight up have some questions. I ask people on first dates. What do you ask? I ask. Give me um, the give me the give me the interview. Let's do a mock interview yeah, right now. Do, mock interview. do you now or have you ever had uh, an addiction to drugs or alcohol? Oh yeah. You're supposed to be I mean, answering. Three DUIs. Okay. Peace. I ain't dealing with that. Bye. <laughs> okay. So you're out. That's the first question. <laughs> Should you answer that correctly? I don't even want recovered alcoholics now. What about you? I've never been addicted to anything but nicotine. I've done drugs, but I've never been addicted to them. I did meth for a year, but I was not addicted to it. I just quit doing it, and then I never had a problem stopping. I just quit. It never affected my life. I didn't spend money on it. And I don't say that as like a judgment that I'm better than somebody else that did have an addiction. I'm basing this on my experience with past relationships that I don't want to deal. I can't, my anxiety cannot handle dating another person that might relapse because I will just be total. It doesn't matter how long you've been sober. I've been with people that were sober for 10 years and, and then relapsed into drugs. So I don't, I don't fuck around with it anymore. I can't, my anxiety cannot do it. Um, Cause I will just be totally, waiting for you to all right so what's the next question okay and so the next question is um do you have any untreated mental illness it's not obviously i have mental illness it's not a disqualifier that you have it i just want to know that you're doing what you need to do to keep it to to take care of it yeah they depressed me with Mm -hmm. they i was i've been you don't have to take medication have you even found out what kind of food i like yet what does that have to do with anything? I don't know. It just seems like we're pretty heavy right because off the This is the, the shit that matters. This is the shit that matters. This is the shit. Why should I waste? Why should I waste hours and hours of my time and invest in somebody and get emotionally attached to them to only find out that they are fucking, they have depression that makes them lay in bed for two weeks a month because so they refuse to do anything to get better. You can get better if you have mental illness. You don't have to just lay in bed for two weeks. But if you are the kind of person that lays in bed for two weeks, I can't handle that. I mean, I'm, they're welcome to ask me questions. There's shit about me I'm sure people can't handle, and that's fine. I just want to know what, what kind of food. Huh? What does it matter what kind of food you like? How does that have any indicator of the long-term success of a relationship 
that we both like Mexican food. Andy, the one who married my daughter two weeks ago, and I had a lot, had everything in common. We liked the same food. We liked the same music. We had the same religious beliefs. We had the same political beliefs. We, 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 we were very compatible when you start talking about surface level crap like that, that doesn't really matter, but we were not compatible on anything else. Nothing but else. You have to make small talk to get to know someone, even just a little bit in the beginning. Why? Jesus. How do, how do the guys approach you? You're, you're meeting guys online, right? I haven't had any problems. How, how do you, what are the conversations leading up to a first date? Oh, yeah. By the time they're meeting me in person, I've asked them this question. We've been texting. We've had the small talk. I'm not doing this online. I only do this with people that even get to the first meeting because before the first meeting is chatting in the Facebook message or in the app message. And then the next level is getting to text me because then you can send me pictures I didn't ask for. And then after that, if the texting goes good, then we get to go on a first date and meet in person. And then I ask the questions. So yeah, I've been talking to them in some manner, chit chatty. I don't just say, hi, I'm Helen. I got five questions for you. Sorry. Yeah, no. It's like the fucking, it's like when they find somebody out in the wild on the walking dead. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't paint, I didn't paint the picture right for the setting. We have, we have been chatting. We did the chit chat. How many kids do you have? What kind of food do you like already? I can understand that. I mean, if you like somebody up to a point where you kind of want to meet them, you yeah. want to ask them questions. Before I kiss them. Because here's the thing, Dave, if I don't find this information out before I kiss them and we have sex, those answers aren't going to matter. <laughs> I have to ask them before I've had any romantic contact with them. Because if they smell good or they kiss me really good, the answers are going to matter less. And then if we have sex and we really connect, it's not like just the sex was so good because they're so good in bed because I've been with people that are really good in bed and I don't get connect. I don't have emotional connections with them. I know what you mean. But yeah. So if we have an emotional connection during sex, those answers are not going to matter one bit. I will make an excuse for all of them. So I have to ask them these questions before. Um, so they need to have treated if they have mental illness, it has to be treated. Do they have any unresolved childhood trauma or something, anything like that that's really deep-rooted that they haven't gotten help on, you know, haven't gone to therapy or done whatever it is they need to do to, to where it's not having an impact on their everyday life all the time. Um, and the same goes for trauma from past relationships. Do you, are you going to keep telling me you think I'm cheating because your ex always cheated? You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Are you cool there? Um, well, could you ask? Could you ask somebody if they just think why they think they're a catch and see how they describe themselves? I guess, but I'd still have to know these specific answers. And then the last question is, are you a fan of Joe Rogan? Actually, I've started finding that out before I even meet him in person. God damn, why do you hate that dude so much? It's nothing personal I have against Joe Rogan. It's that every dude that I've tried to date that is a, a fan. I'm not saying that they like him or they listen to him or they think he's okay. They listen to him every once in a while. I'm talking like a fucking Joe Rogan bro fan. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I know what you mean. Yeah, fans of something are usually annoying to me in, in, in any fan. Like if they're just really obsessed with NASCAR, they're really obsessed with baseball, they're really obsessed with one fucking team. You know, anyway. So, uh... 
Joe Rogan fans, like fans, if they're fan, if they say, "Oh, I love Joe Rogan," or they call him Jopra, out. Joe Brogan. Yeah. So I really I ask the Joe question usually before they ever meet me in person. That's just based on like seven, maybe, seven or eight guys. Seven or eight guys I've tried to date that are Joe Rogan fans. No way. Maybe you could detach Joe Rogan from it and ask if they have a tap out t-shirt. Maybe quit dragging Joe Rogan through the mud. He's the one indoctrinating these dudes to behave in the manner they are. I don't think that's completely true. I'm just saying, he's got to be saying a bunch of stupid shit to be creating this many stupid followers. What do you mean he's got to be saying? Are you listening to him? No, I don't have anything personally against him. My evidence is solely based on fans of his. Are you a Joe Rogan fan, Dave? I can be friends with Joe Rogan fans. I just can't date them. I can be friends with, I can be friends with full-blown alcoholics, but I'm not going to date them. You know what I mean? Like, to be friends with a Trump supporter? No. Fuck <laughs> no. I work with a whole bunch of them. I know you do. I do have my limits. I was friends with Bush supporters. I was friends with Republicans and Bush supporters. I'm still friends with some Republicans now. I can with that because Bush supporters, at least you could say, God bless their little hearts. Yeah. Well, they I used to know no better. They I were dumb with him. I was a Bush supporter for the first round because I was religious. That's I, just, God, God, President. I just voted the way everyone at church told me to vote. <laughs> oh, we're, we're going to vote for Bush. Okay. Oh, Not no more. You've seen the light, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to vote for? I don't know, man. I want to talk. I don't know. I don't know who I'm going to vote for, but I know that it's I not going to be Trump, is it? I don't know who I'm going to vote for. I'm not going to vote for Trump. I know that for sure. 100% not going to vote for anybody in a Republican ticket. That's, yeah, of that I am positive. Right now I'm leaning towards Daisy Duck. I usually write in Daffy Duck. Um, when there's a candidate, not a candidate, I like, because here there's a lot of, like judges and stuff that are Republican that don't have anyone running against them. So they just get reelected over and over. So in those cases, I usually just write in Donald duck, but I was thinking the other day that I'd rather write in Daffy duck. So Why that? she's a chick. Understand. I think Daffy duck would make a better president than Donald. I mean, He's not the smartest duck, you know. <laughs> I don't know. If the, I don't know if the if the country is ready for a black president duck. Daisy's oh, she is black. A black duck is a president. Black female duck. What? What? Is Daisy mean? black? Daisy's not black, is she? Daisy duck's not black, no. Oh, okay. I'm saying if Daisy Duck got elected. I was like, Disney wouldn't have made a black duck. Daffy, Daffy is the only black duck. Oh, and Daffy's a fucking asshole. And he's got a speech impediment. He can't be president. Daffy Obama. 
Oh, Daffy Duck is what I was right again. That's right. The worst duck. Damn, bro. I know. But that's how I felt. But um, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'll decide when I get in the booth. I have no fucking idea. And I'm not going to do any more investigating or any more. I have all the information I need to make some sort of decision on who I vote for. But I don't know what that decision is going to be. But there, I, don't, I do not require any more information to make my decision. I'm, I'm on the fence. And I'm staying there until I walk in and then I'll make a decision. But it will not be Trump. That's for sure. Fuck that bitch. It's a. It's either. It's either going to be Biden or it's going to be Daisy Duck. That's who. That's that's. Those are my two choices: Biden or Daisy Duck. Will be fucking Biden. Biden or Daisy Duck. Just so I don't have to look at fucking Trump. I'm not saying Biden's going to be any better. I don't like. I. I don't know. I mean, he's definitely not. Biden, as Biden for some Trump. reason is against fucking. Legalizing marijuana, from what I understand. Because he's a fucking, he's, he's, he just wants to keep everything nice and even killed. Don't shake up the establishment at all. Let's just keep everything. I will say this. I, if the coronavirus does anything, it's going to get weed legalized. Yeah, because they're going to need the money. Yeah, just need the money too fucking bad. To stay yeah. on the fence about it Kansas anymore. Was already, Kansas was already lean. I feel like Kansas was starting to lean towards it already, but having a better helped. Well, every state around us is legalizing it in some capacity almost. I don't think Nebraska is, but I mean, Oklahoma did it. Are we going to be outdone by Oklahoma, Kansas? I mean, come on. <laughs> Oklahoma can't be cooler than Kansas, <laughs> you know? We were started by the Jayhawks, for Christ's sake. Yeah, what the fuck is a sooner anyway? You mean Oklahoma's going to have it sooner than us? <laughs> Kansas was started by by true rebels of, but like not like Viking rapey rebels. I thought there were Vikings in Kansas. There probably were, but I'm not talking about the ones that came over here and then started Kansas as Kansas, we know it. Got that ball rolling. Like all these people, I can't remember the story right now. I'm too high. Look it up. You don't know the story, history of Kansas? Were you not educated here? I I, no. I don't know the story of any of my states, to be honest with you. Well, I just know it because I was educated here from eighth grade through high school, and I was. No, that's cool. What's the story? Tell me. I don't remember right now. I just remember oh. bits and pieces because I'm real high. Okay. Like the Jayhawks were basically the Jayhawks were basically like the first liberals. They were the first liberals. They were the first, you know, Bernie Kratz of today. That's what Kansas started as. But America. We used to grow hemp here. Because it grows really well and really easy in Kansas, and that's why they're going to legalize it here, is because the farmers need something to grow besides corn. It's also a really good plant to plant while you're giving the soil a break from the corn or whatever else, you know, because they have to rotate fields. You can't just use the same field over and over too many times. It erodes, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? It doesn't work. 
the plants don't grow right. So you can plant hemp there in the off times that you're not using that field for corn and then hemp uses less water and anything we make out of oil can be made out of hemp. And that's why it hasn't been legal because big oil company, it all goes back to oil, Dave. Goddamn conspiracies. No, it's true. I, 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 have, I have fucked up and watched Oliver Stone's, you know, the untold story of America or something like that. I think it's what it's called. And, and it, you know, it goes all the way back and it's like, this country has always just been fucked. It's been owned by rich people and oil. And, and corporations, they don't, the, the cotton people don't want hemp, the big oil people don't want hemp, you know, because it's a far superior product than what, than what they make. And it's healthier and better, but they're gonna lose all their money if we start using hemp for everything, because that's all they care Why wouldn't about. they just grow, why wouldn't they just start growing hemp? Because they can get more money out of oil and cotton. And it doesn't grow everywhere. But yeah, they can get more money out of oil. And they don't want to let go of what they have. Because a lot of their wealth isn't cash in the bank. Their wealth are, they own a lot of stocks and companies. You know what I mean? So like, if the company tanks, yeah. This is a big reason. They pick the one that's going to make them the most money. And oil makes the most money. Regardless, because people don't care if it's better for the earth or whatever. They don't give a shit. They're going to use it till it's gone. And you got all these people that have fucking been sold a bill of goods, man. I also fucked up and took marketing classes. And so now I know the tricks that they do to, they literally will make a problem and then sell you the solution to the problem. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. That's what they And do. then associate a bunch of emotion with it too. Yeah. And now they have patriotism. They have they have wound up a majority of this country to have patriotism over oil. We're going to go kill a bunch of people on the other side of the world because they have the oil. And we need it to run our way alive. We need it to run our way alive. So you're you're not a real American if you don't want to go over there and get our oil. That's our oil. <laughs> For some reason. Yeah. And so everything's bullshit, Dave, and it always has been. And I have no hope that it will ever be better in my lifetime. This country is always going to be owned by the rich. And they're going to figure out ways to fuck the poor and exploit them. It's always been that way since the fucking beginning of anything. This can only go up from here. The only way to fix it is to completely destroy the system we have and start from scratch. It's the only way. There's too much wrapped in there that's been made by antiquated laws written by rich old white guys. Starting with the Bible. It goes back that far, Dave. <laughs> rich old white guys interpreted the Bible to control the masses. It goes all the way back. Watch the Viking shows. They were all just going around killing each other, trying to get more land and fucking money. That's what it all, that's what society, human has always gone. As soon as we were like capable of knowing anything, we were like, I want all the stuff that guy has. I'm gonna figure out how to kill him for it. Lions do it. It's just the way it is. Embrace the chaos, Dave. 
Embrace the chaos. Yep. There's Bye. so much chaos right now. Ugh, it's too much. It's too much. It's too much chaos. Yeah. I mean, I just, I really don't, I really feel sad for the people that this pandemic hasn't really changed their life much at all. Cause all they did was go to work and then sit home and now they still just go to work and sit home. That's all I've done. Like before the pandemic? Pretty much. Yeah. Oh, so what's really changed? Nothing. Oh, well then you're fine. But to be honest with you, um, I've tapped into a lot more creativeness. I've been writing. That's good. I should be doing that, but I just watched that TV. Probably has attributed. I can probably attribute this fucking virus and staying home more. Yeah. I was never home before this for the last year. I mean, most of it, I was in a car. So I was never in, I didn't just chill out at home because home was my SUV. So I was always at Mike's. And then once I got a place in December, I was at Mike's five nights a week at least or shows either I'm on them or I'm watching them. I was never home. So this is a this huge is in Denver? adjustment. Huh? This is in Denver? Yeah. So it's been a huge adjustment. There's a, a lot of improv shit there too. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's voodoo. There's really good improv in Omaha. Really? Um, to first start to start out in, at least. To to see if you're interested in it and start out in it and take some classes that don't cost a whole lot, but that are good and you know, they're they're sufficient enough to see if you're really interested in it or not. You know what I mean? Word. If you're just looking at dipping your toe in it to see if it's something you like, it's great. But in Denver there is a um there's a drop in class on Tuesdays at Voodoo Comedy that um that anybody can do it's like five dollars so it's real cheap but it's like once a week if you just wanted to give it a shot i tried out for an improv troupe i didn't take any classes but i tried out for the troupe and I, it looks a lot of fun it's not it's not suited for me at least not right now i i would like to take classes maybe and and just exercise a different part of my brain but all to make stand-up better you know, like that would be the goal of it. But, um, yeah, it's the two times I was super funny in there were when I was alone on stage. <laughs> and it's because if, believe it or not, if I'm on stage with a group of four or five people and they all, I will just be like, you guys got it. There you go. You're, you're funny. You know, and it's not that I think they're funnier than I am. I just, I won't insert myself on stage in front of a crowd with four other people. Mm -hmm. and so I'm not very good at improv and I just I don't think it would have the same fulfilling factor for me I want to be on stage by myself I want complete control of what's happening um fair enough I don't like people though you you know if you like people you know because you got to work as a team with them and and stuff if you're into that I hate team projects I I, I love watching improv I have friends that are very good at improv and I love watching them do it. Um, but I, I don't, there's an improv troupe in Wichita. You have to try out for them, but you don't have to have experience whenever they're taking new people. They don't take new people a whole lot, but I can't remember what it was. My brother was in it. Oh shit. 
Yeah. He's pretty good at it. But he's like snappier and whippier than I am. Yeah. The only thing I'm really like snappy and whippy about with my thoughts is mostly anger. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Sometimes people think I'm angry when I'm not. Yeah. A lot. I can relate, I can relate to that. A lot. And I'm like, you're going to know, you know how you know when I'm upset? Because I say, Dave, you've upset me. <laughs> and here is what you've done. <laughs> and that's what I do. <laughs> you made me mad. Here is why you made me mad. Here's what happened that made me mad. Do you have a response? You know what I mean? That's... So if I'm really, really mad at like the person I'm talking to, they're going to know. Now, sometimes I am mad about like something else outside of the person I'm talking to, but not like at the person I'm talking to. <laughs> I'm, uh, see, I, I, I make, I pause and then I wait for someone to talk. And if they don't talk, I just keep talking until I'm dead. Yeah, you do. But we really shouldn't have a lot of silence on here, especially if I'm not editing it. I mean, we can be done. We've been talking like an hour. So. It's a yeah. sufficient amount of time. But since it is a recorded podcast, we can't have like just lots of lags of nothing. So someone has to talk at someone all times. Someone has to talk. At that all is time. correct. At all times. I think we've got some good content. I think. I think we've, I think we've discussed how shitty the world really is. I'm glad uh, really, I could bring you down, Dave. <laughs> we really, really touched on how shitty life is in general. I'm glad. That, I'm, I'm feeling really fulfilled there. I'm glad I could level out some of that positivity you were spewing. I, like, look at yeah. Dave. He's entirely too positive. Let's just shit on. Well, my life's shitty right now. I'm sorry. I'm just telling you stories about my life, and it sucks right now, man. I'm just, I don't mean, I, I just, mean that. I, I just say that shit to be funny. My but, life was really fucking, if you, we wouldn't have been able to have this conversation back when my life was dope because I was out busy living it. <laughs> That's why I didn't know you and your girlfriend were broken up. I could have messaged you about it, but then I wanted to make sure if I was going to message you about it, that I had time to actually have a conversation with you in case you were sad or broke up about it. I was like, uh, I don't want to just uh, and so I just never messaged you about it. And I was like, well, he doesn't seem sad. He looks like he's doing okay. And, but now I, I don't have, I have no life. So I can just talk, you know, forever. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, you should feel very special. There was like a handful of men that were personally invited to come and be on this because I knew that they weren't pieces of shit. God damn it, that was the fucking best compliment. You're one of the good ones, Dave. I I love it when people tell me I'm not a piece of shit. I'm Helen, so glad you're raising a daughter because then she's gonna be like she's gonna have a strong male figure and she's gonna be great. She's not living too, with though. me right now. You have a son too though, don't you? No. No, just the girls. All girls. That sucks because then maybe you could have raised a decent man. Because <laughs> you could have. Um, but I'll, uh, may have a grandson at some point. Oh, yeah. That'll be good. 
Because that's the best. On, on April Fool's, I didn't know it was a My fucking daughter, Trinity, made me think that Peyton was pregnant. How old's Peyton? Like 23? 22. Oh, the end of the world. She's getting married in October. No, I was actually excited. Oh, yeah. A little bit. And then when I found out it was a joke, I was kind of dis- I was disappointed. Yeah. And I just wanted to tell my kids she was a piece of shit for making me think that. <laughs> I don't want to be a grandparent. Um, You're not yet? No. Oh, my oldest got married, but that was nothing to celebrate. God damn. Sorry that that. So, but, uh, hopefully she can't conceive. I mean, they've been together five years and she's never gotten pregnant that I'm aware of. So I'm hoping she's sterile. It's a pretty insane she should. She has no business bringing a human into this world and being in charge of it. <laughs> she can't even take care of herself, hardly. You know what I mean? Especially with him being the father. Ugh, no. But my other kids would be, I mean, it would be, you know, they'll be fine eventually. If my younger daughter got pregnant, it probably wouldn't be the end of the world. I'd be okay. Because she's not going to need me to swoop in and help take care of it or anything. She'll, I can be a fun grandma and have a normal grandma experience with my daughter. My sons right now, either of them uh, produced a child, they're 18 and 19. They would not take care of that baby properly and they would need my assistance in some manner, whether it be financial or what. There's no way they can support a baby right now. No way. And so, uh, yeah. Fingers crossed that your offspring do not have offspring. Not for a while, not for like at yeah. least five not months. Not until the time is right. right. Right, better. It's never a good time, hardly. Yeah, it's never a good time to have. To, but to I like the girlfriends. That's not a problem. I wouldn't, I, well, my youngest child, they're gender fluid and then their girlfriend's a trans girl. So they don't have a, they can't make a baby on accident. Um, so I'm not really worried about that them right now i mean he's you know they my youngest child is pansexual so they you know who knows will they whatever so but my son and his girlfriend are you know they're about to move in together and they're you know she's graduating high school she's 18 he's 19 and they're about to move in together Oh, it's an American love story. It's a Kansas love story. That's for sure. They're going to move in together into a trailer and they're going to have babies and he's never going to go to call. He's never going to go to college. I want him to go to college. That's the thing too. If he has a kid, he's not going to be able to go to college. He's going to support his kid. I, I threaten him with the air force. I'm like, if you get, if you get her pregnant before you go to college and have a degree and can, he's going to get an accounting degree. So he'll get a job, you know, if you have a kid before that, you're going to the Air Force because it's the only way you're going to be able to properly take care of her and that baby. It's the only way you're going to be able to afford to do it. <laughs> so better not knock her up. <laughs> yeah. There's no other way. I mean, it happens, but not without a lot of help or just being super, super poor. You know? Ugh. 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 Mm. No, he's got to go to college. He's got to get a college education. He's super smart and he'd be really good at accounting and that's what he's going to do. He's got to do it. He's got to at least get a two year. He's got to get a two year. He can do something with an associates in accounting. He can get a, you know, and then get some experience. (laughs) Go on to run accounts receivable. Yeah. Yeah. He can do that. 
That pays pretty well. Accounts receivable manager. Yeah. He'd be better at payables. He wouldn't like short, he wouldn't like, want to collect money from people. I hate accounts receivable. I don't want to have to call people and try to collect money from them. I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to be the bitch all day at work. <laughs> I don't want to do that. It's exhausting. I've done it in a certain capacity. It's exhausting. I was known as that bitch in accounting at a place I worked. I heard the, I heard the guys refer to me as that at Christmas dinner. They didn't know I was standing behind them. That bitch in accounting. And I was because that was my job. My job was to make them give me their credit card receipts. And if they didn't, they got it deducted from their paycheck and they'd get pissed off. $13.63. Can't just let it go. I was like, I can. I don't care. <laughs> they won't. <laughs> That's my job. It's my only job here. <laughs> it's to get those receipts from you and reconcile the credit cards. 300 of them. That's my entire job. So no. <laughs> I can't. No, I can't. <laughs> Not if I want to keep my fucking job. <laughs> you know, so, um, yeah. Thoughts you have to bear when you're the bitch in accounting. I was good at my job, though. Fuck yeah, you were. Sounds like it. Mm -hmm. Well, Helen, thank you. All right, Dave. Sorry I was late. It's okay. I was getting really, I got really high. I, I had an edible, but then I had that whole conversation with my ex, John, that just really brought me down. You know, I was just like, this edible isn't doing shit to me because this dude has been talking to me for an hour and a half. And so then I ate a second edible and then I had a dab. And then we just, I lost we kind of just, we, uh, we just kind of went, we just kind of went with it. Whole, the world sucks, but it doesn't suck. It doesn't suck for you, man. That's good. I'm glad. I'm happy for you. I'm happy that shit's working out and that you are continuing to work. And that's all. Only it, all of it's only thirty days away from. And it hasn't really all going away. It hasn't really impacted your life. I've got no nest egg whatsoever. Lose my job and in thirty days, it's all gone away. You'll be on employment. Just make sure that. Can you save any money over the next month? Like, just make sure that you, you'll get, you'll get unemployment. It'll happen. It's just. I don't think that I'll even lose my job necessarily unless, I mean, unless everything goes to shit. Yeah. Your entire plant would have to shut down for you to not be at your job. There's a couple of our lines are shutting down for a couple of months. But is, aren't you in like the safety department or something? No. No. I'm a planner, but that just means that I'm a parts expediter. Well, they have to get their parts unless there's another person to do it and they have more seniority. It's kind of, I don't know. I don't, I think it's okay. My boss said he's never seen a salaried employee get laid off. So I think as long as it's, unless every single buddy, unless there's an outbreak and they have to completely shut the place down and not allow anybody inside the buildings until they clean them, your job's pretty secure. Yeah, it would have it would to take a farm shutdown. So that's good. Yeah, it'd have to be a complete fucking shutdown of the of the of the, and it, and we're starting to swing towards opening. So I don't think that's gonna. It would really have to go to shit for everybody, for that. You know what I mean? That's a very worst case scenario. I don't see that happening right now. So I think you're gonna like your life's gonna be fine. And I'm glad just because 
I just lost comedy. You know, that's all I really lost. <laughs> was one thing. Well, I did also have, I, I was dating somebody. That's and coming back, right? I mean. I lost comedy. I started dating someone like before this and then we broke up. So I lost comedy and like a week later we broke up and like a huge fight was not a good breakup. It was lots of yelling. Neighbors were opening their doors to peek out in a pandemic because we were screaming so loud. And then I got a job, but then I got fired from the job. That all happened in like a three week period. So that was a lot. Now I'm just bored. That's it. I'm just bored. That's a lot. You're because handling it well. I'm, now I'm just like, nothing's happening to me. I'm a little broke, but that's fixing it. That's going to be solved a whole lot in a few days when I get my tax return back. So I'm healthy. Everybody I know is healthy. No one I, you know, I haven't, I don't know anyone that's even really had a severe case of it anyway, or died personally. I know people who've had people die. Uh, you know, so I'm doing okay. I'm not, I'm just bored. That's really the only, like, I'm just like, I'm so bored. Um, but there's things I could be doing. I just don't want to do them. I just want to watch TV. Um, I know. So it's really not my life. It's not really that bad. You feel it, like it, you, it was you bad feel, for like three weeks there. It really was a lot. It was a little more than I, I thought I could handle for a second. I bet. I had a good breakdown on the phone with my mother a few weeks, a couple weeks ago, but now I'm, I'm okay. I weathered the I'm storm. Glad. And I'm on the other side of it. I'm just bored. You weathered the storm. I'm just real bored. You lived, you lived, you laughed, you loved. Oh God, you just made me throw up a little. <laughs> mm. you, you strapped on you strapped on your Ugg boots. And you, and you did, and you were hashtag just me. Oh no. <laughs> hashtag blessed. Ah what? <laughs> Gross. No, I did enjoy an episode of, um, I willingly watched an episode of, God, what show was it? Oh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Celebrity Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and I enjoyed it. So it's a slippery slope, you know. And wait, what? You watched that and what? Celebrity, it was Celebrity Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. I willingly yeah. watched it, and I enjoyed it. So what does that mean? It's a slippery slope down to basic bitchhood, you know? It's where it starts. Start liking their game shows, you know? You're like, oh, maybe Karen's hair is kind of cute. You know, it's a slippery slope. I guess. My best friend's a basic bitch. And my ex, Caden. Dawn? Dawn, yeah. My ex, Caden, although a man, is a basic bitch. So. Everybody's got some basic in them. Yeah, I know. So but not obnoxiously. I mean, if you're if you're just out, if you're it, I like you're too Starbucks. basic when you're too worried. You're too basic when you're too worried about what the fuck other people think. I I. That's my definition of basic. When you're worried about what the other people basic think, basic is like you can walk into you can walk into each other's living rooms and they're decorated exactly the same and you all dress the same and you all think the same and you all have part like of the same brain, you know, <laughs> that's, that's what I mean by basic bitch. Like these women that are, they're, they're just like different, different because models with the same brain. Right. Cause they're, cause they just want to be the same because they're worried about what everybody thinks of them. So they want to be like the herd. 
Is that what you mean? Well, I think they just now they just they are the herd and they enjoy it and they don't think about any of that. Right. They're fucking Kardashians. Yeah, or they they want to be Kardashians. Shit. They're basic because they don't really put a lot of thought into anything to even think about. I want live, laugh, love on my wall because I want people to think that, that we have meaningful conversations and we drink wine on Thursday night. The thing is, is like, we see it like that, but these people that are them do not see it like that. They do not think they are basic bitches. They do not see, they aren't thinking about any of these things because they don't think that deeply. You have to think a lot and think deeply to think thoughts like that. And they just don't, but they're happy that way. I'm envious, really. Basic bitches be crazy. There is a bit of ignorance is bliss. Yeah. There is a bit of blissful ignorance in basicness and having a mind unlike ours. And just it just goes all the fucking time. Being like everybody else around you all the time, man. Huh? I would love to just be like everybody else all the time. I don't know. Fuck that. Seems like- I love that I'm I love that I'm fucking that I'm different. Oh. It's the only way I have comedy, so. You do too, right? Yeah, because it's your comedy. Now that I'm a comedian, like I was saying, though, now that I say, I've say i labeled myself with comedian, everyone's very supportive of me being different and weird. They're like, she's a comedian. She's different and weird. All right. You know, they're like very supportive of it. Like, go live in your car. Live your dream. They're so supportive. So do you want them to not be? No, or, I do. Are I you do. happy? Are you I happy? I think they're supportive. I find it amusing. I can't tell by I'm the phone. same piece of shit I was five years ago, but now I'm a comedian, so I can really just—I wasn't able to be a piece of shit five years ago, not without consequences or ramifications, you know. And now I can be the piece of shit I always truly was, but I'm a comedian, so everyone's like, "Yes, live your life. You do you." <laughs> If I wasn't a comedian, I would just be a 42-year-old woman that drives DoorDash and has no real job. And and what without comedy, what the fuck would I have? I would be a fucking... I think it's a byproduct of people just... It, you're bringing out... By you saying that you're a comedian, what you're doing is you're bringing out a part of people that they haven't... Like for instance, you're just, you're bringing out a little bit of inspiration in somebody. Yeah, but I'm almost more about them than it is you. Because I get to be, but I get to be. If I didn't have comedy, people would think I'm just a bum. But as long as I'm chasing my dream and I'm a bum, it's inspirational. But if I was just a bum, they wouldn't support me. They'd be like, "You're 42 years old. Stop acting like this. Get a real job." <laughs> But I can't get a real job because I'm chasing my dreams, see? And I've always wanted to do this. Just be yeah. a bum. You know, I really, really strove. I really just wanted to be a bum. But I couldn't. But now I can because I'm a comedian. Thankfully, I'm funny. <laughs> yeah. It's a good thing I'm funny. And I'm funny because I'm crazy. So... Can't stop being crazy so that I can have a functional relationship because then I won't be funny anymore. Fuck. Uh, 
So someone has to pick. They got to pick. Do they want me crazy and funny or not crazy and not funny? Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I don't know. Those are the choices I have in life, and I'd rather be funny and crazy. It's a lot more fun. It's a lot of fun. Go live your funny, crazy life because you're a comedian. I am. I'm a comedian. And you're live, laugh, and you're trying to live, laugh, and, and love Don't your way to that, to that stage. <laughs> Man, now you made me throw up again. Now I can't eat my pre-bed Oreos. Your pre-bed Oreos? Yeah. God damn, that's so sad and lonely. I know they're devil stuff. Crying into your milk, fucking crying. Your Oreos. I ain't fucking crying. I'm dunking my Oreos for 13 seconds each because that's the perfect amount of time. 13 seconds. Huh? 13 seconds. I'm eating them one at a time, like full mouth, no bites. It's a one bite sucker. While I watch Last Kingdom, who has a lot of hot people on it and a lot of fighting and blood. It's dope. Um. Yeah. It's not sad. I'm not crying. I'm just giving you a hard time. I like I I, well, I, I, like, I just feel like I I feel like that I kinda have to like give you a hard time about shit like that. I feel about sad. being lonely and shit because of the name the of the fat, lonely bitch. Yeah, and I got rid of my dog. Think how lonely I'm gonna be when I go back to Denver. I don't I left my dog here with my kids because he's not happy being the only dog. He wants other animals. And he was humping my leg and being weird, stuff he's never done, and he's like three. So He's very happy back with my sons. He likes men. He likes having another dog or a cuddly and cat. Did you know you were, and did you know you were at a pretty sad point when you didn't stop him? I did stop him. <laughs> okay, one time I was super high, and I would just, <laughs> and I just wanted to see how long he'd go. Okay, I was just <laughs> like, how long is he going to go before I stop him? And it was too long, Dave. It's too long. I don't think he would have stopped. I was like, I don't think you stop it. Get off me. Yeah. He was going so hard he didn't even notice me taking my pants off. Yeah. Yeah, he was <laughs> he's fucking and he was puking everywhere too. Just humping and puking, humping and puking. <laughs> All right. Okay. That's a good note to end it on. All right. You masturbated with your dog. No. He puked. Or something not, like he didn't shoot semen out of his penis. He puked. Well then I he was humping your leg, and you didn't You're stop it. You're trying to dominate me. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. All right. Bye. <laughs> See you later. <laughs>